Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Hey, hey, what's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to another edition of Cowboys Roundup, brought to you by SB Nation's Blogging the Boys, where every day we bring you the latest and greatest Cowboys news and updates. My name is Dan Rogers. You may know me as Danny Phantom over on Blogging the Boys or on Twitter at DannyPhantom24. It is Thursday, January 13th, 2022. We hope your day is going well. We hope your week is going well. And why wouldn't it be? We are just a few short days from the Cowboys' big playoff game against the San Francisco 49ers. After taking two years off, our beloved Dallas Cowboys are back in the playoffs. I mean, what better way to kick things off than a date with the red-hot 49ers? For a lot of us older fans, there's a lot of history here. A lot of memorable playoff battles between these two teams. For me personally, this one hits deep. I grew up in California, right smack in the middle of 49ers country. If I was born a little later, I would not be talking to you right now, because I'm certain I would be a 49ers fan. Fortunately for me, when my mind was old enough to understand the game of football, the 49ers were terrible. They had back-to-back two-win seasons. They were just never televised in my area. I mean, blame the local networks for being fairweathers, I guess. But the team was never on. But you know which team was on TV all the time? Yep, that's right. The Dallas Cowboys. I love those guys from the get-go, and the rest is history. Thank goodness for that. I mean, nonetheless, I had to deal with 49er fans coming out of the woodwork back in 1981. You know, as Bill Walsh, he got his team turned around. Everywhere I looked, I saw 49ers propaganda. It was dreadful. Gas stations had signs that read, Nothing would be finer than to be a 49er. I mean, give me a break. That's not even clever. I mean, rhyming doesn't make it clever. Anyways, the 81 championship game was a heartbreaker for me. I literally cried when the Cowboys lost. I couldn't eat. It physically made me sick. My mom thought something was wrong with me. I feel bad for her. I mean, what kid gets sick over the outcome of a football game? Little did she know that she was witnessing the beginning stages of Cowboy Fever. A disease, mind you, a disease that had no cure, at least not for this fan. But I will say this, time heals heartbreak. Nah, no, it doesn't. That's a load of hogwash. Revenge heals heartbreak. And that revenge came in the 90s when, on that same crappy San Francisco field, the Cowboys enacted their revenge with a 30-20 to win over the 49ers. The moment Troy Aikman connected with Alvin Harper on that slant play that he almost took the house was a moment of euphoria for me. Those decade-long 49er demons had finally been exercised. No lion. That play, that game, that day was one of my favorite days ever. And I can genuinely say that because my kids weren't born yet. I hadn't met my wife yet. It was just me and my unwavering, loving relationship with my Dallas Cowboys. All right, enough of a stroll down memory lane. Let's get down to business. I got out of time to play around. What is this? The night is in town. Let's shut the jumps down. Rabble, rabble, round the witness. I'm using way too many napkins. I'm sorry about that. 
you know, I, I just get excited. I just start terribly rapping when I'm excited. All right. This is going to be a tough football game. The San Francisco 49ers are a good football team. They have a very smart rushing offense. You know, there's a lot to be made about the offensive geniusness of Kellen Moore. But the Niners offensive coordinator, Mike McDaniels, has a brilliant offensive of mind of his own. I mean, they are so fundamentally sound. The blocking execution is so precise. They have all hands on deck. Full, fullback Kyle Kuszczyk is a great blocker. They pull their offensive linemen well. The run schemes are so well designed. All of this has the potential to completely wreck the Cowboys' run defense. Yeah, I know. We have Micah Parsons, but he's just one guy. And you got to know, the 49ers will have a plan to take him out of the play. It's going to put a lot of stress on Leighton Van Der Esch and Ken O'Neill and really the entire defense to bring their A game when it comes to sticking with their assignments and making tackles. They absolutely must tackle well in this game. The 49ers use an assortment of runners, and it doesn't really matter which running back is carrying the ball. That is how it's been for Shanahan over the years. Just look at the players like Matt Breida, Tevin Campbell, Raheem Mosert, Jarek McKinnon, Jeff Wilson, the list goes on and on. And and now they have sixth-round rookie Elijah Mitchell. I mean, Kyle is a lot like his father, Mike Shanahan, who did the same thing back in Denver. You, you may remember, if you play fantasy football, you most definitely remember because it was so hard to figure out from year to year who was going to be your running back stud. You had Terrell Davis, you had Clinton Portis, Orlando Scary, Mike Anderson, Tatum Bell, Ruben Drones. I mean, all six of those guys had a 1,000-yard season with a nine-year window. I mean, that is crazy. The Shanahans are the poster coaches for the running backs don't matter mantra, as they can plug anyone in there. And, I mean, they're a well-oiled machine. They still run like a champ. And with Kyle, it doesn't even have to be a running back. It could be a receiver. In particular, a guy named Debo Samuel, who is just tearing it up. Debo might be the most talented skilled player who steps on the field on Sunday. I mean, and, and that speaks volumes from this Cowboys fan that is well aware of how great Amari Cooper is and C.D. Lamb is. It's just Debo is really dangerous. If you're a draft junkie like me, you have probably loved Debo coming up from out from South Carolina as he was a guy that was on our radar as, you know, should he fall to, to pick 58 in round two of the 2019 draft. Um, spoiler alert, he didn't. San Francisco snatched him right up. Uh, he's, he's had trouble staying healthy, but he was healthy this year, and, and boy, did that pay dividends. I mean, I mean, Debo had over 1,700 yards from scrimmage. The guy is an, an epitome of a playmaker. We will definitely have our hands full with stopping him. Hopefully, the Cowboys defense can, can contain the run, contain Debo, and, and put the game in the hands of Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G is the wild card here, because if, if he plays well, the Cowboys could be in trouble. But if he doesn't, and he's been known to not play well from time to time, the 49ers are the team that's in trouble. Mike McCarthy talked to the media on Wednesday. He said that everyone who was out from COVID last week is back at practice. With J. Ron Kirst being the lone exception, the team is still optimistic that he will be cleared by the end of the day. Kirst will be very much needed to help stop the Niners' aggressive rushing attack that we were just talking about. McCarthy was asked about the conditioning status of these players coming back. He said they will go through that part of this in the next couple of days, and they will have a plan for their reps. 
Uh, Tyrone Smith uh, was limited in practice. He's dealing with an, a knee and ankle injury. Ken O'Neill was also limited with a chest elbow injury. And Sean McKeon with a neck. Francis Bernard with groin. And Israel McQuamo with a hamstring were also all limited. Tony Pollard, who has dealing with a foot injury, was a full participant. And then Nashawn Wright did not practice on Wednesday for personal reasons. Other injury news, uh, not our team, but the Niners left tackle Trent Williams did not practice on Wednesday. That is a key thing to keep your eyes on, as what type of damage Randy Gregory could do hinges on Williams' availability. The veteran tackle did say that he intends on playing and believes a brace and adrenaline will offset any issues with his elbow, according to ESPN's Ed Werder. McCarthy was also asked about why he has so much faith in kicker Greg Zyland. And, and honestly, I, I found his response rather interesting. So we'd like to share that with you. So let's listen in on what the coach had to say. Frankly, uh, went through a very similar situation uh, with Mason Crosby. Uh, oh, shoot, I want to say it was about 2013, 12, somewhere in there. And Mason, uh, you know, very, very talented uh, kicker, uh, was going through a, a really, really rough year. And uh, I used to get tired of Troy Aikman asking me every week in the production meetings why, you know, why we haven't made a change. You know, it, it was it was one of those hot topics uh, weekly. And and at the end of the day, um, you know, you know, you, you believe in the process, you believe in their ment- their mental preparation, you believe in their physical preparation, and um, you know, stayed the course and. And if I recall, the following year, Mason probably had his best year to date. So, um. I mean, yeah, that would make sense. And I mean, with with younger kickers, and I mean, but we're talking about Zerline. He, I mean, he's he's a veteran kicker. I, I don't know. It's, just, it's an interesting comment. We also would like to congratulate Dak Prescott on winning NFC Offensive Player of the Week. This is his third time winning the award this season. Emmett Smith won the award three times in 1992-1995. With, you know, those just so happen to be Super Bowl winning seasons. So, just saying. That's it for our news today. Make sure to check out all the great podcasts throughout the entire day. Later today, we'll have a new episode of Riled Up with Roy White and Tom Ryle, where they will preview the Cowboys' upcoming game with the 49ers. But that's all for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you have the best day ever. Stay safe, stay happy, stay true to the silver and blue, and we will catch you later. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Support for this podcast comes from Smart Water. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smart Water Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com.